Happy Aloha Friday, everyone. Special shout out to Brandy, who's probably itching for this episode. So let's get started. Let's send a lot of positivity to all of our listeners. Let's have some fun. It is going to be Mother's Day this next weekend. So happy Mother's Day to all the mommies out there. Yep. That includes uh, dog moms, cat moms, animal moms, all kinds of moms. All kinds of moms. Moms are awesome. Anybody who just cares enough for another living being is awesome. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I think that's just kind of special. Speaking of dogs. Yeah, moms are all right, especially when they, <laughs> you know, we're thinking about. We're. I think we were talking about discipline the other day, and I was like, man, I was afraid of my mom. Still am. Yeah, I do. I have those same scary mom moments uh to this day i see it (laughs) rise up and then uh when she takes care of my nephews or even my own children when they were younger i'm like you were not why are you so nice you're not the same person (laughs) i think it's when you get older when you get older your perspective is different and you appreciate children better i guess and you spoil them yeah so you were going to say, speaking of dogs. Speaking of dogs, I have a funny doggy story. I don't know why my dog, who we adopted her from the Humane Society more than 10 years ago, um, has declared me her her alpha, I guess. I, I rank slightly above my father, who is the, the cheese man, because he gives my, he has always spoiled my dog with like almost every day a piece of cheese. Mm -hmm. and she knows where so and then when I'll go take my dog like I'm walking over to the other side she's she follows me around like my shadow and I can't I can't lose her so if I walk to where my parents are she knows cheese man lives there so she literally barks at him and hurts him sort of to the refrigerator to insist on a piece (laughs) of cheese and he laughs about it, but he gets up. He walks to the refrigerator and gets her a piece of cheese. She has him trained so, she's technically so has well. Him trained right, <laughs> so well. My dad's the same way, and I keep telling him my dogs are becoming obese because he overfeeds them. And too I mean, many, like, too many treats. <laughs> too many treats, and um, I'm very much a stickler about like what they eat and things. But since they've been hanging around grandma and grandpa a little bit more lately, mm-hmm. they. They eat pretty well. My mom makes them scrambled eggs on the weekends for their specialness, special treat day. And I'm like, that's that's not appropriate. Like, that's not good. See, my dad and, would say uh, things they, like, eggs are good for their coat. And so. He, yeah. And I hear that. And I'm like, no. It's it's no. really it spoiling. Makes it oily. Spoiling their dogs. Yeah. <laughs> they, they sit and wait. And they, like, wait in, in like, a line. <laughs> it's a sequence. And I'm like, what is happening? Or I'll, I'll like be going over for breakfast and, you know, bring the dogs and they're just like, they line up <laughs> and the little one is always first. Oh, the and little one has, has yeah. risen in the ranks to leader. Yeah, he definitely. They're not, there's no way any of them are an alpha. Like I, I knocked that down pretty quick. I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. I don't know if you have this, but this is just going to be weird. So ever since um, I had babies... I can never go to the 
I, well, I kind of was trained by my children to not close the door when you go to the bathroom because you never know what they're going to do, what they're going to get into. And it's like, as a mom, you have to go run to the bathroom when you think that your children are going to be okay for just a couple minutes and you have to leave the door open because if something, some sound, anything, you literally have to stop what you're doing and get out there as quickly as possible. Right. So, um, normally when now everybody's old, right. But now I have this dog that she insists on being like, I can't even be out of her sight to go to the bathroom. So I'll, close the door not to where it like locks but just Uh you know i just swing it shut you know so it's closed for privacy but in a matter of moments of me just being in there she pushes her way in and she's like where Mm -hmm. did you go (laughs) and she has to be there watching me (laughs) i have something similar like that when i um visit my parents house and i decide to stay over Mm -hmm. i stay in my childhood bedroom and the door doesn't close Uh I don't know why. I think it's because I have, like, stuff on it, whatever. And so sometimes when I'm sleeping, all of a sudden I hear this boom like that because my door (laughs) gets bust open by my dogs. Like, they collaboratively just ram the door open (laughs) and then proceed to sit on the side of the bed and cry until I wake up and pick them up to put them in the bed. And I'm like, it scares me because it sounds like a battering ram. Somebody's broken in. Yeah, and they just come busting it like the Kool-Aid man from Family Guy. Like, oh, yeah. like Does your military skills kick in and you're like, what's that? I don't know. I, like, flail a little bit and then I get mad at them. I'm like, why did you do that? Like, the door's open now. Like, there's no privacy. So I I rarely want to stay at my parents' house because my dogs will just bust in there. Because they love to stay with my parents. Because mm-hmm. that's where the food is, right? Yeah, that's their besties. Um, but then they want to come. They want to come back up and hang out with me because they, they're like, "Oh, well, mommy's sleeping longer. We want to sleep, so mm-hmm. we'll get our food and then go to bed." And then mm-hmm. I'm like, "I don't want your face in my face after you've had scrambled <laughs> eggs. Like, it's not cool." Yeah, my dogs are definitely spoiled by my parents, but they're so fluffy and soft. Okay, we were watching a TV show together. Um, I don't want to give it away, but it's Shadow and Bone from Netflix. And there's this one part where I just, I fall in love with it. I've watched it twice now, this one scene over again, because I watched the whole series again. And he goes, um, there, he picks up this little baby goat. Oh my God, this baby goat is so cute. And the guy's yelling at him, Milo, hug, hug the goat. And he's just like, oh, oh, you're so soft. And after I saw that, I had to go find my dog and I had to go pet her. And she just had a bath yesterday. So her fur was extra fluffy. And I had to go, I need to snuggle you. A lot of comfort. Yeah. I need to hug you and squeeze you until you don't like it. Yeah, and then you I like it when it. I hug my dogs and like all of their air like escapes their body because I'm squeezing them so tight. <laughs> oh no! They're like, <sighs> don't I'm like, yep. Don't be Lenny from Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Who hug them and squeeze them and what? Remember Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny? Because he the abominable snowman. He always wanted a a rabbit, a bunny. And so Daffy Duck would get tricked into wearing a bunny suit. And he goes, I'm going to love him and squeeze him and call him George. Squeeze him and hug him. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be a Lenny. And I haven't seen I haven't seen any new Looney Tunes uh, cartoons or no Space Jam's coming out soon, which I'm totally going to watch, even though 
I don't think it can beat the original Space Jam. That was my childhood. Yeah, That's just... why. Because we didn't have good <laughs> cartoons back in the day. No, I guess we did. No, we did. We really didn't. Ah, oh, we had some like Rescue Rangers, DuckTales. You know, and, uh, I got into Japanese anime as soon as that was starting to air over here in Hawaii. It was um, Robotech was one of my favorites. I love Robotech. Oh, my goodness. I have the whole DVD set. Do you know that? And Voltron. No, you didn't. But um, they, <laughs> I think it was Netflix that like remade them and gave them all a, like a shiny new coating. And they're just um, mm-hmm. beautiful. And it just kind of takes me back to my childhood. There was another character that... Um, I guess it was straight from Japan because I do remember it all being in Japanese and subtitles or something, but it was uh, Kikaida. Did you ever watch that? No, I've never. He rode on a motorcycle. It was live action. Well, I want to roll back and be like, wait, you're a Robotech fan? Because, I mean, <laughs> what was his name? Rick Hunter? I can't remember the characters. Lisa I'm really Hayes. terrible about that. I just watched the... the well, you I know, just... Jackass Pilot falls mm-hmm. in love with the very strict and like... You know, she becomes like an admiral and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I have it all the way up to their wedding. Oh. Remember Lynn right. May? Oh my gosh. She was so annoying. <laughs> she was such a helpless damsel in distress. Like this woman cannot get her shit together. <laughs> I'm pretty There's sure not a lot of people who know about Robotech. So those I'm, cartoons I'm were really not impressed. they're not written for children, but they're it was just a cute little series. Yeah, but it didn't have anything, like, crazy in it. No, it didn't. It was very um, no. PG. It was like, let's just kiss. And I was like, hmm. hmm. <laughs> this is it? And now it's like, now on Netflix, like, every show that's geared towards, like, young teens is about sex. Yeah. yeah. Drugs and identity. And I'm like, man, my mom would not let me watch this stuff when I was little. I think that um, America has different programming than they do in other countries. Yeah, well, I mean, I think programming, I mean, I've noticed like more British shows are a little, a lot more raunchier, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, American shows, I, but you have to have a subscription to like HBO Max and Stars or Showtime to get these other shows that are a little bit more risque. Even Netflix. Uh, yeah, Netflix has been a little risque for me. I'm like, wow. I well, they they have never watched this. They have Versailles though. I'm in love with Versailles. Versailles is great. Well, the costumes are really great. My mom and I were getting pedicures this week, and mm-hmm. we we looked up and we saw My Fair Lady, and the costumes, just the cinematography alone. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have all those extras. You didn't have computers to put in these extras. Like there was like hundreds of extras. I don't know if you remember, but the race scene. Where it's the first time she's presented in, like, the public. Uh-huh. She's wearing that beautiful dress. That that dress, I had to look up where it is. Uh-huh. Some private collector and bought it for $4.5 million. Audrey Hepburn, you classy, classy lady. Um, yeah. But I was just looking at all the costumes. And it did win an Oscar for its costumes. But mm-hmm. because of that, like, I'm just talking about, like, you know, Versailles costumes. Like, yeah. I had a coat that is made, handmade. Because I wanted a coat like the one they wear in Versailles because it's mm-hmm. so beautiful. No, I, oh my God, all the costumes were so gorgeous. I mean, it it was canceled because it had a lot of sex scenes, which, you know, when you look at Game of Thrones, that was like in every background scene, I swear. It was just like there was always sex Versailles going on canceled. in the background. I, no, it was three seasons of Versailles. Yeah, but it's and done. And there's another one. It's thought, done. Oh, 
Well, they they I'd shut it down. It yeah, so you can binge the whole thing and have closure. I was really hoping well, that it would get to the later parts of pieces. his reign. His life. I, yeah, he well, lived he a, long a, he time. a long time. Long reign. Sixty yeah. years, I think, was his reign too. Yeah, for a man, yes, big deal. Like women, yeah, women have like persevered. Like Queen Elizabeth the first, right? Yeah. Henry VIII's daughter, then Queen Victoria. Now you have Queen, Queen Elizabeth II. I mean, they're just living. They're living. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Women is live world, longer than men. Yeah. Is your world... Do you have a, history, a degree in world history, too? That's really no, good I just that you it. could name all that on top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I love... I love history. I mean, I love uh, period pieces. A lot of people I've talked to, they're just like, oh, I'm not into, into period pieces. And I was like, well, technically Game of Thrones was... It was. It's just in a different world. It's a fictional period piece. Yeah. You know. Um, Speaking of Game of Thrones, but... I'm going to tell you something totally stupid. <laughs> so Game of Thrones. Okay, my, tell me something stupid. My daughter. It was kind of like everybody had been talking about it. And I want to say this was like in, I think the show ended in 2019 was the final season. And so in like 2017 or something, um, my daughter came home and she's like, oh, my goodness, mom, you have to check out this this show. It's amazing. And so I watch one episode. She cues it up uh, and it's um, the season one finale. So the first scene that I see is of our main character. Spoiler alert. Close your ears if you haven't seen it. But he gets his head chopped off. <laughs> and I'm like. This is this is how they're going to start this this whole thing. And then so I make it to the end of that episode and I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know what's going on. Why was this such a big deal? And then she goes, oh, and then after we get to the end, she goes, she finds that there's that. Oh, that was the last episode of season one. Of the first Sorry. Season. Oh my this, gosh. Let's let's watch this episode. And she goes, every episode before that is just a prequel. And I'm like. Wow. And then they're coming no. out with a prequel to the Game of Thrones. I know. So I'm like, perfect. I'm like, I'm not watching this show. So I actually refuse to watch all of Game of Thrones until this. Um, I was in a car accident and I got hurt and I was like laid up for like six weeks, maybe. And I. After I had been to watch everything that I normally watch was kind of left with this. I'm like, fine, I'm just going to watch it. And I watched it properly in order. And it, when I got to the season one <laughs> finale, that did make sense. But I was like, right. oh, and I know who all these people are. Um, and then, of course, uh, the time that I did that was just before the last season was going to come out. And I was so sad <laughs> by that last season. <laughs> and I understood why everybody was so... Um, angry about it it was rushed it, it was, was just rushed because those guys that who were writing and producing it were like they had another project lined up they were yeah, so we're excited done. yeah they just wanted to, mm -hmm. to be over but i can imagine and how all the actors felt like that was going to be the end of their these characters that they had put all these years into and then it was like oh yeah now you're gonna die i was just yeah i could feel yeah, that kind like of sadness watching it I know. Well, I was I was not thrilled either with that, and I felt like Daenerys deserved better. She did, and 
it's just weird. It was a weird thing. And like, it seemed like everybody was cool with what Jon Snow did. And I was like, I don't know. Mm. No, no. And you'd think that the author, who I think was just so fed up and walked away from it. That's why he wasn't involved, I think, in the last season. That he'd be so mad yeah. that he would finally finish the darn books. I mean, I hope it doesn't sway, like, you know, what happened in the TV show sways, like, how he's going to uh, end the series or not even ended i don't i don't think so but i think that he had more books lined up and uh i don't care if it's him who writes it but there's so much fan fiction out there about how it could be written how it could have gone down um that i i hope that he just collaborates just to get it done with all these other really excited fans there's there's all these talented writers out there who would be happy to co-write it with him. Just please, please, please get it out so we can have <laughs> just, just real closure. Closure. <laughs> oh, dear. It's always about closure. Like, I everybody know. always wants closure on everything. On everything. But I think it's it's healthy. It's mm-hmm. healthy. There's a lot of people out there who just need that. Um, I feel like uh, <laughs> every sort of Game of Thrones, like tiktok or snapchat or instagram or whatever when that came out everybody was just like no like this is not (laughs) it's not how you know this is not how they imagine i imagined it way better too and i was just like why did i just watch this season like it was a waste of time yeah yeah the only cool was like the only cool scene was when Arya stark like killed the the was it the king knights what are they night walkers or whatever i don't know yeah i remember now white walker that was like that's right the only good scene i mean it was actually really well choreographed and it was yep. she looked she looked badass like the emotion was there yep. even even his emotion like it was like ah shit yeah like that's how he that's how i felt like when he saw the dagger he was like ah shit yep. damn it because that's her signature move yeah <laughs> it is it is he's like he's like holding her and he's like oh shit <laughs> i don't know man this past week i've been a little clumsy i i I was just thinking about like the aw shit moments like of this week and I've like dumped my drink in three different places on accident. So I was like in a restaurant, just drink just fell over. I'm like, all right. Hat was having a cider um at my brother's house, dumped that over. Just everything just and I think I knocked a drink off like my car. I was just like, all right, maybe I'm not meant to have any fluids this week. Whatever. <laughs> or uh, or to just slow dump. down slow down watch your hands i, I wasn't even rushing what i wasn't doing anything doing? i just it just just bleh, randomly like, fell out it. of your hand that's, no that's, nothing that's was on my weird. hand well nothing nothing was in my hand everything uh-huh. was on a table or flat surface and i would just fall over and i'm like all right fine there's some like spirit <laughs> following me around and just you know those you know those like videos of people just like knocking crap out of your hand yeah. like that's they're just knocking stuff off of like every flat surface that is around me and i'm like okay fine i'm not gonna drink <laughs> anything no fluids are no you gonna nothing. have to put like a screw top on like your niece's half little baby I sippy a, cups i need a sip i need a, I need a sippy cup it's fine. <laughs> Shit. it's fine i'm adult <laughs> enough to just say that i need a sippy cup in my life sippy cup. Fine. yeah <laughs> i don't know um Anyway, so this week you had like a couple stories to tell me, and I was like, "Save it for the podcast." So what? Um, ah, okay. Wait. What had happened? I wrote it down. I made a list. Oh Funny my stories. God. Uh, actually, no. I wrote. I wrote them down. I told them to you. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. I can't remember what else I was gonna say. Damn it. Oh wait, do I have another quote? I have another quote. Since the other ones were good, I'm gonna let you 
ponder it. There's no such thing as fail. When you win, you win. When you lose, you learn. You know what? Then I've done a lot of learning in my life. Me too. Kind of tired. Me too. <laughs> why, why does it have to be when you lose, you learn? How about when you don't, when you don't get what you want or the best outcome? Because losing to me is so negative, right? Like we, we don't want to go through life thinking we've lost a lot. Nobody, nobody learn, wants to right? think the word failure. And I think there's such a negative connotation to it. I think you're right. I think maybe we say, you know, you've experienced, but it didn't turn out with the best outcome or your predicted outcome. Because some, mm -hmm. some outcomes are good, right? Like, but your predicted outcome is you still learn. Even if yeah. the outcome is positive, you still learn some sort of experience through not having what you wanted. I, I think I've always had that issue in my life. It's like, I really want things to go a certain way and then it doesn't. And I'm like, you know, like, why? Um, but I think that's when I learn the most is when something doesn't go my way. I think every go a good way, though. every moment of our lives is life experience, and we're always learning. It's hard. Life, I think. You know, is I wonder if anybody out there an is living living the their perfect life. Do you there, think people are out there living their perfect life? I think, well, maybe there's a few, right? But not the majority of us. Well, I think that if you get to a point where you've reached all level of comfort, like. We can talk about Bill Gates for a moment, right? He worked really hard to amass his billions, his fortune. But now he's created mm -hmm. new challenges for himself where he's donated the money. He's being the best philanthropist that he can be, you know. And he's, that has a lot to do with his wife, though. Yeah. Well, the two of them, you know, they're learning how to manage these funds, how to manage raising their children so that they have an appreciation for you know, doing good things and living their best life. I don't know anything about them, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I get the sense that from other interviews where they've talked about their children and why they're trying to give all their money away and not give it all to their kids. I thought that was mm -hmm. very, um, it was a gift. I mean, your children might not think it's a gift, but it is a gift because they've been, they've been blessed with every privilege that they should rise to the occasion and make even more money than their father did because they have this same, they have a better foundation than even he had. I thought one of his kids became a doctor. I don't, I don't actually know anything about Bill Gates. I, I think so. His family. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think now that his kids are grown, I think they're giving back in some way, but that's what they've learned from their parents. And I think that's a really important thing also is, you know, we, we, in all of any way, we are the product of the people that we have been surrounded by when we grew up, mm -hmm. um, our mentors, our parents, or not our parents, you know? Um, and so I think it's so important. Like nowadays, um, it makes me a little sad that I'm seeing some of the future generations not having the same sort of respect for people and and just people in general. I mean, I I try to instill in to my nieces, like, you will get very far if you say thank you, please, at least, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, because it never hurts to tell somebody thank you. No. And then um, those are not hostile words in any way. I know that we've both they grown up with this um, mentality. But um, when we're and I'm, I'm sure it's not just us, it's a lot of people have, you know, when you see your grandparents and you know what struggles they've made and what they've done to provide for their children. And then 
your children's children, right? Every generation wants the next generation to have it a little bit easier to make even a better life for themselves and for the future generations going forward. Right. Because every, you know, as I'm really lucky that I've been able to give my children, you know, this start in life, wherever it leads them. And I just hope that I've instilled enough, um, kindness and caring for themselves and for the world and to just be better people to make the world better than before they leave it better than it was. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm saying it wrong. Uh, to leave the world a better place than we received it and to just give them every advantage so that they can be more successful than I ever was. I feel like it's really, it's really hard now. Um, you know, just looking at the planet is more populated than when we first arrived in it. Right. And then there's like more pollution and stuff. And so it's important for, for us and, you know, all future generations to understand that resources don't last forever. Mm -hmm. I actually really have watched a whole lot of things, very encouraging things about how, um, there's so many people who are recycling um, from all of the trash that has been generated, all of the pollution that has been generated. Like they're making new things out of things that have already been made, like tires, for instance. There yeah. was a woman, I think some famous scientist who took that and made a building material for buildings that's stronger than what is out there now. Because rubber was rubber tires, they have so much stuff in them that are make them so hard and so sturdy. And I think they grind it up or something, and then they make a new material, and they can yeah, do they tiles can make a and playground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make a playground like kind of surfaces because mm-hmm. it doesn't get super hot and it's very cushiony. So yeah, if people fall. But I think they um, should actually they should put that stuff in like if you can make it not smell bad, you could put that in like nursing homes and stuff. So when people fall. Mm-hmm. Well, they're making they, they were making tiles. And I, I mean, that's oh fancy rubber tiles, rubber tiles. I know that there's so many things that we can do. Like they take plastics and then they reformulate it to make something else. And I think Ooh. since there are so many people in the world right now populating it that there's so many people who can make an industry out of all of the pollution that unfortunately has come before all the generations past. I mean, there is everything used to be like, remember when milk you saw in like old TV shows, (laughs) they would arrive by a milkman with a, in a glass bottle and you'd give that back. And you know, that means that there's a ton of glass and, Other things that could have been reused can still be reused. We just have to, fortunately, dig through our trash. I think think about all of the milk, uh, gallons of milk that get thrown away every day at every Starbucks or coffee shop around the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's quite a bit. It's a lot of plastic. "Hmm." True. A lot of plastic. Well, Starbucks is coming out with this program where they... They're having these plastic reusable cups that they sanitize, but mm-hmm. I'm just a little bit like, mm, it's hard to no. s- to make that a sell when there's like a pandemic going on. Right. Yeah. You know, but that's they're already a, testing it now. That's a hard sell. But I feel 
like um I mean, we do that at restaurants, right? Like, yeah. they just put it through a disinfector, which is not, it just gets to a certain temperature and you think it's okay. But some people don't have that. And yeah, ta-da, you're eating off the same utensils that somebody else ate off of. Every time I see lipstick on a cup, I'm like, oh, no, yeah, that's you, gross. You got to send that back. No. Sorry, I need a new yeah. dish. I need a Especially new whatever. Mugs. I'm like, what? When I look at coffee mugs that have like that lipstick, mm. I'm like, why are you putting on this much lipstick? It's really thick. And, so. you know, lipstick is made super powerful now to last all day. It will transfer onto your, <laughs> your cups. cups. It lasts all day, guys. It lasts all day. It'll last several washes. Yeah. I mean, that means you don't, you didn't scrub it at all. Like you just kind of dipped it and threw it in. I think it's like an automatic thing. Like they just place it on things and it goes through like a, a giant dishwasher. Well, you, have to, you have to, you have to get the, the stuff off of it first. I mean, it's not like our dishwasher could disintegrate all, um, all things, meats and noodles and things. Well, yeah. all the things, but um, I was thinking I was going to make a joke like, oh, that lipstick's on there just to reapply from the next person. <laughs> oh, no. So gross. Uh, uh, it's not my color. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Maybe it's Maybelline, but it's definitely not my color. Um, that's funny. I I really enjoy going out to eat. I think for Mother's Day, we're taking my mom to some like Argentinian steakhouse whatever mm-hmm. it's just like she doesn't even eat a lot of meat but i think we're going for other motivations and reasons but it's nice but i don't know this is in, what my mother Texas, said to there... me she goes we're gonna have uh she goes i'm what do you want to do for mother's day she, and she goes oh i'm going out to brunch i don't need anything uh, and i'm like oh well we're gonna barbecue later so that's happening and she made a yeah. face at me and i'm like i don't care that's what we're doing <laughs> Yeah, because cause you got to think about the people who are, like, motivated to celebrate and have a reason there's, to barbecue. But There's other people coming. It's not just, you know, I'll make you something that I gotta you like. S- I, I got to say, like, uh, in, in Texas, I don't feel like COVID is, uh, ex- exists because I've been to several places now. <laughs> um, I went to a trampoline park uh-huh. last weekend, not by choice. I was sort of forced. And no one was wearing masks. There was maybe like 200 people in there mm-hmm. all rolling around in the same trampolines and same jungle gyms and all the things. And there is no COVID. None. I don't know what's happening. Well, is but it, it just reported seems like, on the you news? Know, new cases? Yeah, of course. There's like, I mean, a lot of people are getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Good, for, good for you. Like, I'm yeah. happy. Proud of you. Um, but a lot of people don't want their second dose or because because the second dose is when you're like really negative side effects come out. Right. Like you feel like you have malaise. I, I hope not. Everybody fever. else. Everybody else in my family has been awesome. Nobody's had any kind of side effects with the second shot. So mine's next week. But I think week. there's a lot of like I'm excited hype about the second shot. You know, mm-hmm. like people are like, oh, crap. Or or they're busy. I mean, it's really hard. Like the when when shots were coming out, like trying to schedule them, mm-hmm. it's all during business hours. Like some people are not going to be able to like get out. But all all I have to say is like every restaurant is packed. All the malls are packed. Nobody's wearing masks. Like even though a business requires you to wear a mask, if you go in without a mask, people are not going to say anything because I mean, te- technically Texas is masks off. Yeah. And I just thought it was really interesting. It's weird to see the world again functioning and like see people's faces. One thing I got to say is, it seems like in Texas, if you're not going to wear a mask, it's okay to wear your sunglasses indoors, though. Oh. 
That seems to be a common trend now. Like everybody, instead of like covering your their mouth, mouth, they cover their eyes. Like nose down, they're covering their eyes now. And I'm like, is it sunny at eight o'clock at night in an indoor <laughs> building? Like I'm confused. But like most of the adults in that place yeah. had sunglasses on. I'm like, because they don't want to be right. seen and recognize that they weren't wearing a mask. Maybe. I doubt it. I highly doubt. I think they were just trying to look cool, but they weren't. They didn't look very cool. <laughs> were they I was old just people? Like, You're dumb. <laughs> no, dude. They were like all my age. I'm like, why are you wearing sunglasses? It's like that song. I wear sunglasses at night, but I don't. But it wasn't that cool. I think people are just they're so used to covering up a part of their face that you know there was a certain really? anonymity to like wearing a mask because I could go like everywhere and. Um, it's not that I a lot of people know me, but a lot of people like randomly when you don't want to see someone and you're not dressed like, you know, you didn't put any effort into it because you could just put a mask on and nobody would recognize you. Ooh, I put I put zero effort into my life. So today. I was just I was like, so, nope. so excited because nobody would recognize me. I wouldn't run into any family. I have a ton of family on this island and it would just be like that one time where my hair was all crazy and then my I think, oh, there I think they are. people can recognize you I think people recognize you uh, well, I think there's no escaping it they didn't come up and say hi so they weren't sure so the mask did, did its job plus I would wear sunglasses I'm not gonna lie. I, I feel would cover <laughs> my whole face. oh my gosh you'd be like totally covered I actually feel like and I can confidently say that I feel like I'm more attractive with a mask on <laughs> than with a mask off because then I could like you know, if you have something stuck in your teeth, nobody's going to know. Nobody knows. Nobody going to know because you're wearing a mask the whole time. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know, like I have some really nice looking masks that like contour my face. I feel like I'm just like, oh, man, I look skinnier with this mask on. <laughs> you know, but it's all about the eyes, right? Like yeah. eye contact. Like you are forced to have eye contact with people now. Yep. Before it's not like that. You would not have eye contact now. Now we communicate with our eyes. Yep. And I think people know now what surgery life is like because you only communicate with your eyes. And most of the time, I'm looking shocked as hell. Or wearing In, like, a burqa. In almost every case, I'm wearing a burqa. Yeah. yeah. They Same only thing. get, they I only mean, show their eyes. <laughs> then you got to communicate. I think, I think we'll be better at like communicating now as like a human race because mm -hmm. we've only been able to read each other's eyes. So yeah. sometimes it's good to have really good looking eyes because. <laughs> We've been wearing masks for a year. I, I mean, I still I still kind of like the idea of like hiding behind a mask for a little while. So I'm going to still wear it when I feel like it. But I wear Nobody it every time I no, go out because I just wear it every time I go out because I don't trust other people. We have so many people coming here. That's why. And every time I see the news, it's like, oh, yeah, new cases reported every day in Hawaii. Well, that's different for Hawaii, though. Oh, I was. Uh, yeah, I feel I wonder if Hawaii's going to change their restrictions soon because of, of I mean, there's children Yep. That risk. Yeah, because they're not getting so, the shots yet. It's only 16 and up. Yeah. So, I mean, there is some risk to having the children come over and they really, I don't know if they have a COVID test before they arrive. I think so. Hmm. But like a certain age, they can still carry the virus. Like, so I'm like, okay. Yep. So. You don't want kids well, to get it. You really don't. Hawaii, live on, carry on. Oh, live aloha that's put a mask on put a mask on sorry put sorry kids Just, yeah kids you gotta wear masks because you can't trust yeah, anybody don't touch everything yeah stop with your ooey gooeys yeah stop touching things oh my gosh kids touch everything and it's so annoying i'm like stop i just want to spray you with lysol every time you do something i do appreciate though that things are so much cleaner like now when you know before when you used to just grab a shopping cart but i don't know if it'll 
I don't know if it'll last like that long. I don't know if how much longer that's going to last. I Mine. really want that to continue forever. I want. I clean my own shopping cart. But I like that they spray them all. I like that they they do some kind of disinfectant sprayer. I wish I wish we had gotten to the point where you walk in and you're like, psh, like sprayed head to toe with like disinfectant before you go to. That would have been badass. I would have been like, OK, expose me to every carcinogen. Let's do this. Yeah, we didn't get that far, did we? I'm going to be sterile. I don't want we any might. other pandemics. That could come. That could be the next time. Pretty soon you it's have to still like ongoing. wear like a full a bubble suit. Th- yeah, when you go into a place. Oh, dear. That would you know, I swear. That's I don't what, even think. Have you ever seen contractors in Japan? How they like wear yeah. head to toe. I've seen so many yeah. videos. Yeah. Their gloves. And everything booties. is so hygienic. Shoe covers. Hygienic. Yep. And that's just going to well, a job site. They're like that everywhere. And I'm just like, if the world was like that. But they still got COVID. I don't know how they still got they COVID. Still got COVID. Because they take that stuff off. Like, yeah, there's no way. There's no way. They're we'll still ever, humans. <laughs> they're still human. And, you know, no human is perfect. Yeah. But they That's were wearing okay. masks we're before. Ab- it was cool. And we're, we're going to rise above this. And and hopefully, you know, the variants and all that stuff go away. But, I mean, there's always something in the air. They had those um those masks. If you ever watch the show The Mass Singer. They have those masks that go like a cr- from the top of their head. It's a, like a visor that just covers their whole face. But those are like really popular here and in Japan just to not get tanned, you know, because everybody wants to have white porcelain skin. So and especially your face. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, more people want to be tan than they want to be pale. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I was hunting that mask, that visor thing down. Like I remember... One of the girls at um, paddling, she bought one as a joke because she thought it was hilarious that you, you just walk around with this visor face. And I, I was like thinking that when all this was happening, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need that visor. And I couldn't find one at all anywhere. They're gone. No. They're all sold out. They're gone. You should go into the, the visor making business fabrication. <laughs> but I'd want the one that was old school. That was the popular one that mm-hmm. you're just gonna have to wait till this pandemic's over yeah so with that we have <laughs> gone through almost everything and <laughs> it's been a weird it's been a weird week i'm hoping next week is better um anyway happy mother's day to all the moms doggy moms out there and cat moms, moms animal moms animal baby moms. goat moms um, i'm so obsessed with baby goats I, I wanna, now <laughs> I want to I want to end this on a funny thing. I saw a video. This uh, girl, like she wrote up, she got reported for having an unauthorized animal in her apartment. And then you go, you cue into her fire mantle, and she's got a little chinchilla and like stuffed animals. And this little chinchilla uh-huh. and all the stuffed animals are holding like a little sign. And so she puts this little sign in the chinchilla's hands, and he holds it, and it's very still. Uh huh. And I was like, oh my god, like because that's how you would pass inspection, right? Just have it yeah. look like a stuffed animal. <laughs> so cute. I miss having chinchillas. I used to have five of them and I love them so much. They were so cute. They were like little, little rabbit squirrel things that would pop around and fly all over the place. They'd poop a lot though. Oh. And they're messy. They, they they would poop all over your house. Oh. No, 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 no. They were in their, they were in their cage. But when I would take them out, like they would, they would try. And I was like, no, we're not doing that. Um, anyway, yes. So I hope everybody has a great week. 
<laughs> thanks for listening and tuning in with us uh, check us out mytiesatsunset.com our beautiful beautiful website shout out to Kai for her amazing website design abilities and for supporting us uh, thank you, you to know, our patrons we ha- patrons yeah we we, we're building them slowly but you guys are there and thank you so much for your support check us out on facebook instagram and twitter and uh i think my blog will be published this week so tune in for that that's gonna be exciting that will be exciting i look forward to it too um yeah so yeah happy mother's day let's have a really great um weekend and wishing you all a really great next week and until we meet again Ahoy ho!